So it's a Benish Chai when Ha'azinu. I'm assuming that he's going to talk about Sukkot. Aleph. Sarik Lishev Ba'avir Sukkah. Okay, when you're sitting under the Sukkah, you got to sit under the, the sky of the Sukkah, the air of the Sukkah. Ba'yashen Ta'ata Mitah. If a prince sleeps under the bed, under the table, if there's 10 tefahim, so I say 30 inches from the floor to the top of the table, to the under of the table, so then lo is considered a separate domain. So for all those that are sleeping in the sukkah, don't sleep under the table. Eat on the table, sleep off the table. Okay, when you're building your sukkah, so walls have to come before skach. As opposed to if some guy, let's say, has some type of apparatus where he has a roof and he just wants to add walls to it, that would be batting out of order. It is pisula. You really should not put things that are like metal and things like that on the skach. The wood that we use for skach are not vessels. A vessel is mekabel tum'ah. So that's why the bamboos are just hollow, uh, you know, bamboos, or you have just these mats that are just flat pieces of wood that are not mekabel tum'ah. Some people will take a wood from the bed. And these are, you know, receptacles of some sort, and they're going to put it on top in order to support it or not. You shouldn't use those. So here we have an issue. Fruit, real fruit, are made If you're going to hang the munim and, and fruits from the schach, and now you're sitting under that, you're sitting under something that's made tum'ah. This is the general rule when it comes to decorations. Decorations are recommended. However, you should tie them high so they're within four to five of the skach. Four to five is about 12 inches. So therefore, uh, one should not have these uh, uh, decorations dangling all the way down because then already you're sitting under those decorations and not sitting under the skach. Now, technically, you don't have to see the skach, which means... If you, let's say you would take decorations and go from end to end, side to side, to the whole schach, within four tefahim of decorations, the decorations are nullified to the schach. And therefore, even though you look up, you see pomegranates, and you see apples, and you see etrogim, no problem. Since they're close to the schach, within four tefahim, they're batel to the schach. Once they start to drape, that's why you have to be careful with lights. For example, the lighting in a sukkah, Sometimes you have a fluorescent that'll be low, or you have a, a, a chandelier that'll be low. That's over the table usually, so you're okay because you're not eating on that spot. But uh, sometimes, let's say, if you're sitting on the perimeter and you have a, a lamp or some type of lighting fixture that's coming down, hanging, and gee, so always when you sit in the sukkah, the rule of thumb is always look up first and to make sure that you're in the right, you're in the right spot. It's possible, by the way, especially at night where it's, it's hard to, to see these things, Maybe where the guy's sitting at, at the peripheral, there's not even skach there. Sometimes the skach doesn't reach all the way, you know, to the end because they ran out of uh, they ran out of the mats. So then we always have to sit in the sukkah. First, you have to really map out your place to see. Well, the spot I'm sitting in, well, let me see where it is over there. No, there's a lamp. I'm not sitting over there. Put it, put a kid over there, or put the ladies that are not obligated in sukkah. We don't tell them you're not obligated to go sit under the lamp. Just tell them, nicely, honey, you sit at the head of the table, and she won't know that you put her in the 
you know, the most inhospitable place in the sukkah. But the point is, you should always know your, uh, know your surroundings. Now, if it's more than four tefahim, the end of bed. Even though they're not four tefahim wide, even though they're very narrow, it doesn't matter. Because the we go there on narrow, lest they be wide. When it comes to the lamps, the lamps, the which means when it comes to the lamps, Benish Chai is saying, listen, fire has it. We don't want you to put it too high because then it could light those sukkah on fire. So you could light it, hang it low, but don't sit under it and don't sleep under it because by, so that's basically over the table. Not that we have fire, but we have electric, so we like to put it a drop low. Okay, Sunday, Rabotai. No eating on Erev Sukkot, Mahatsot, Ve'ilach. Now we'll see exactly what you're not allowed to eat. But basically, they want you to eat Sunday night's meal with an appetite. Mm-hmm. Only a few nights a year is it a medvah from the Torah to eat, you know, a kabetzah of bread. And Pesach is one of them, and Sukkot is the other one. The mo- arguably, the most important eating of the year would be you know, the first night, the first two nights of Sukkot. Now, why on Pesach? Do they let you go till 3 o'clock? And on Erev Sukkot, you only go to, go, they, they put you till 12 o'clock. That's his answer. So he says over here, no, because of the Haggadah. So he says, because on Pesach, you're not going to eat dinner until after the Haggadah. So therefore, even if you stop eating at 3, you're not eating dinner till 10. So you're okay. Masha'enken on Sukkot, you eat right when you come out of shul. So if you're eating at 7 or eating at 6, so therefore, you got to already have your... Uh, your appetite uh, intact. Kirat Agadash, you have Zmanabim. If you have Zmanabim, you have Zmanabim. Hashigadachilat Matzah, Mashaikin, Besukot. Now, when we say don't eat, it's, it's relative, but not to eat. Of course, a person can have fruit, and a person can have, you know, he can drink and things like that, unless he knows himself that if he eats even uh, a small uh, repast, already he's not going to be able to eat the, uh, the Seuda. We may mainly say, shouldn't have a Seuda bread. He could have a little uh, uh, rice, is okay, and perot. He, he could have even a uh, 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 mizonot if he wants. But again, he just has to be cognizant that they want you to go into the, uh, the meat. He could have fish, things like that. And these things, protein. Yeah, in, in measure, the main thing is they don't want you to have a soda with bread, and uh, you shouldn't drink, obviously, out of uh, Sukkot. That might satiate the person. All right. Kiddush on the first night should be after it's Laila Vadai. You don't have to wait 72 minutes. That's not necessary. But I think if you just go to shul and you just walk home from shul, the second you're going to get home, it's Laila Vadai. Sunset is around 6.30 these days. So therefore, let's say you waited 42 minutes. So by 7.12, you'll be able to make Kiddush. And I think that's going to work out anyway. By the time you get home from shul and uh, gather, invite to Spizin and do the whole thing, you're at the yet at, at, at 7 12. The first night you say the Shev and then Shayana, because the Shayana was under the Shiva Sukkah as well. When the Shayana was at the end, the Shayana is going on everything that's before it. And it was since it's the first night you're sitting in the Sukkah, so we make Shayanu uh, at the end. Yom Shini, you switch it. On the second night, you make Shayanu first, because Shayanu is for the holiday, but not for the Sukkah. Therefore, on the second night, Shehayano, and then 
לשם. בכל עת שיש קידוש שיברך לשם בסוכה, אחת בכלל המנהג. rule is, any time you make a קידוש, you should make לשם בסוכה in the קידוש. For example, uh, we're going to have, let's say, lunch. And now you're going to have lunch on the first day of Yom Tov. It's a, it's a one-line קידוש. אלה מועדיהם. סבי מרנם בורי פרי הגפן, ברוך אתה השם לשם הסוכה, you make the same הסוכה in the Kiddush. And then everybody goes washes their hands, and then you make it. Now, when there's no Kiddush, then you make the same הסוכה at the time of eating the bread. That's Amanag. ובעת שלא יש Kiddush, when there's no Kiddush, three lines in Tehem, יש תורים ללכת לשם הסוכה קודם לקראת המוסי, עד נטלת ידיים. יש תורים ללכת לשם הסוכה, עד לקראת המוסי. Our custom is to make it after המוסי. When there's no Kiddush, we wash, נטלת ידיים, המוציא לחמן הארץ, אשר קידשנו. ואין חשוב הפסק. אין סתם קצת הפסק, בגלל שאתה צורך אכילה. ואנחנו בביתנו, הרב הגאון, רבי משה חיים, מנהגנו לברק לשם בסוכה קודם בקראת המוציא. וואו. ואין איש חייס קסטומוס תמק די לשם בסוכה בפור המוציא. נראה המנהג. בכל פעם שאתה מברך בסוכה, יברך מעומד. SY קסטום לשם בסוכה. Yeah, they, they get the Sheba Sukkah. But the Menish, I says, really, the Sheb doesn't mean to sit in the Sukkah. Dwell. Dwell. Right, the Sheb means to dwell in the Sukkah. But since the Sheb, uh, uh, over here, you're sitting down to the meal, so some just uh, stand up to be, you'll say like that. Yebrech me'omen. Now let's say you, you, you forgot to make the Berakah before you ate. Yebrech kol man shlosim achilato. As long as you didn't finish the meal yet, you're okay to make the Berakah. אם הוא מסופק, אם ילך עם אביו הספק, ירום את המלאכה. ואם ירצה לדבר את מלאכת המזון כדי שיתרו את המלאכה של המלאכה, הוא יאכל שוב בידו. הוא רוצה לדבר את המלאכה של המלאכה. בליל ראשון, last one boys. ובליל שני, לדידן די אדבר עושה, the first two nights, צריך לחבר וכתוב בכזאי רשות שהוא חיוב דאורייתא. כי בכזאי מצב לבד, יפת אף כוונה, that the first כזאי to eating is דאורייתא, like the מצב. וטוב שיפרש בפיו. Better to say it explicitly. Hashem, Yehud, Kuchah, Berich, Wa'am, Nam, not to fulfill the Mizrah, the Oraita. Now, because of the Sadiq, they go, Yotan, Mekabetza, Pat, Nekul, Alma. You're supposed to have a Kabetza plus. That's the truth. So, Kabetza plus basically is two ounces plus. Motai, learn a lesson. The first night of Sukkot is all about one thing, the bread. bread. Don't worry about bread. anything else. Don't, go, don't get sidetracked from the lamb chops and all the other nonsense. The first thing is the bread. Sukkot, you can get sidetracked. Therefore, you take the bread, you eat the two ounces plus, and after that, you could, you could be on your way and then and dinner is served. But what happens is, and I tell you all this all the time, the Amaris doesn't know. The Amaris thinks, how much bread do you have to eat? Whatever they threw to you. That's the rule of the SYs. So if a guy, they threw him this, okay, he got the piece this big over here, I ate it, I ate it, I'm done. Wrong. Now, the guy is, who's throwing you the bread is not measuring a kabetza plus to each guy. He's just throwing you the bread to get, to get the game underway. Now, everybody has to know that they have to have a kabetza. That you're on your own now. You have free will. You're not a baby anymore. You got to get up and get your, your kabetza and deal with yourself. The best way is, in our house, the Rebbe soon. Exactly. She makes a roll. That's the right shi'ud. Puts it in front of everybody's plate. And finish. We don't got to wait. Just like on Pesach. We measure the matzah. It would, it would be no different than just like we measure the matzah before Pesach to make sure nice. to get the chali, put it on the scale, and know this is two ads over there, so you know that you've fulfilled the matzah.